Hello, welcome to our podcast. I'm Caroline Packy. I'm Madeline Jessic. And we are the Latin Lovers. So today we have information for you about Roman medicine and sanitation. So honestly, when I think about the Romans, you know, I think they're pretty old schooled, but actually I learned that they're really advanced in their medical and sanitation practices. And they use a lot of the same tools that we use today in medicine. Their sanitation practices also might have saved the entire Roman Empire because it kept deadly diseases out of the city. <coughs> oh my gosh, are you okay? Did you get the whooping cough that's going around? I don't think it's the whooping cough, but it might be something similar. I don't know. Do you have any ideas about where I could go to see a doctor? Well, today I would tell you to go down the street to your local doctor and get some sort of diagnosis to clear you right up. But in ancient Rome, a doctor was actually not a public or professional position. They didn't have any formal education. They didn't have fancy medical schools. They just learned by following the current doctor around. It was really common in each household to have one person that was really good at medicine. So in most households, it was the head of the family that they trusted with medicine. But the more rich families often had a Greek medic that helped treated them. And these doctors were usually slaves or foreigners who were attached to that household. So, I know that they had some in their houses, but were there any, like, famous doctors that I could really trust? Yeah, there was actually a couple. Um, one of them was Galen, and in fact, he was a doctor for the households of both Marcus Aurelius and Septimius Severus, so people must have trusted him a lot. So, do you know what kind of sickness you have? Not really, but I heard in Roman times they believe, like, it might be an imbalance of fluids, like yellow bile, black bile, something like that. Yeah, they had a lot of interesting ideas about where their illnesses came from. One of the earliest ones was that it was divine punishment from the gods, but Greek medicine and their advanced medical literature actually urged the citizens away from this to more practical ideas. And one of these more practical ideas was that it was an imbalance of the four bodily fluids. This is called the humoral theory. And they thought that the four bodily fluids were yellow bile, black bile, phlegm, and blood. And now, I don't know how relevant that is. I kind of hope I don't have black bile in my body. But, you know, that's what they thought. And an interesting fact is that one of the worst illnesses in the Roman Empire was smallpox. And this was because that the people hadn't been exposed to this illness yet. And so around 165 AD, half of the population was completely wiped out. So if I had something like smallpox or another disease, how would they even try to treat it? Yeah, they had a lot of beliefs about how to cure medicines. One of their earliest ones was mythological, actually. They believed that green jasper amulets helped with stomach problems, and I'm not sure how effective that was, but that was one of their beliefs. And finally, they advanced to drugs after a while. They actually used a lot of herbs and plants that we use today. One of the ones they used was poppy juice, and it contained morphine, which helped with pain. As a matter of fact, they also had pills, which is I thought was super interesting. I didn't think that Romans would have pills. They also used plants and herbs, but they put some sort of metal ingredient in there too, which kind of freaks me out a little bit. Yeah, I don't think I'll be taking any of their prescriptions today. No, definitely not. But if I don't want to take any drugs or medicine, what else would you say that, what else would they recommend for me? So you know how at DSHA they had the Zen Den, which promotes like a healthy mind and a healthy body? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the Romans had a lot of these beliefs, actually. They were believers in a healthy mind equaling a healthy body, like I said. 
and they also believe that if you exercise, you would be able to combat illness more, which is a lot like today, which I think is super interesting. Okay, so I have a small disease that can easily cure it using some medicine or some relaxation, but what happens if I have a really serious illness and I need like surgery or something? Oh no, surgery was definitely a last resort option. You know how they have all these sterilization techniques today? Yeah. The Romans didn't have that, so there were super high chances for infection, so that's why they didn't do surgery a lot. So if I were to get surgery, would there be any anesthetics? There would be none except for the drugs that they used that could help with pain. That's another reason why they didn't do surgery. They didn't think it was very ethical to have people suffer that much while in surgery. And while surgery was actually a last resort thing, they could really do a lot of cool things with it nonetheless. They could remove cataracts, drain fluids, drill holes in bone, and actually stitch up wounds with metal thread or pins. Okay, so Roman times weren't that bad. I feel pretty safe. Let's just take a quick ad break and we'll come back and talk a little bit more about where they learned all these things and how we know about it today. So we've talked about all these really cool medicine techniques and cures, but where did they really learn all of these things? Well, as I said before, they got their kickstart from Greek medicine. The Greeks were super advanced, and contrary to what you would believe about ancient Rome, most of the doctors in Rome were actually Greek. They were usually Greek slaves or freed Greek slaves. Okay, now I have something to teach you. I'll let you know how we learn about how we know about Roman medicine today. Mostly through literature, which is pretty crazy. They kept really detailed logs, which is how we know so much. And we also have a lot of their illustrated works. They made diagrams and painted pictures that show exactly what they were doing. Really? Yeah, and oddly enough, we went through their tombs. In their tombs, decorations show medical scenes and successful birth methods. Also, interestingly enough, they had medical instruments still in their tombs, a lot of modern ones that we have today. Some like tweezers, retractors, scalpels, and needles, which all sound really painful, but really advanced for their time. Really? My doctor uses a bunch of those tools. The Romans were actually super advanced. That's pretty cool. The Romans were way ahead of their time in terms of medicine. They did a lot of really cool first things. One of these ones was they built a house for the sick where Roman military hospitals were, and this was one of the first buildings that they built in their city. They were also the first civilization to introduce a program of public health and wellness, regardless of whether you were rich or poor. So they really cared about their entire population being healthy. And now, after this break, we're going to go into more about sanitation. Okay, so we talked a lot about Roman medicine, and from what I've gathered, they seem like pretty messy people. Like, when I think of Romans, I think of medieval-age people throwing their waste into the streets. Were the Romans like this too? Contrary to popular belief, the Romans had a pretty good idea about hygiene and how to keep diseases out of their city. They had one of their most common practices for keeping things clean was baths. As we normally see them today, baths are just a quick little thing that you do, maybe at night, 
just to get clean and get it over with. But for the Romans, it was a whole day affair. They spent the whole day getting clean and not just clean, they spent the whole day as like a social activity. It was a really big deal. And also baths weren't just seen as a place to clean your body. They were believed to be a place that you could clean your soul, which is pretty crazy and deep. It's almost a religious experience for them. So I could just go to the bath, you know, get clean and socialize with my friends? Most definitely. You know, that's actually pretty cool. So before I said that Romans reminded me of medieval people, like that they throw their waste into the streets. Did they throw their waste into the streets? No, they had a very intricate and purposeful place where people go to the bathroom and they had public toilets. The Rome as a city had almost 144 public toilets, which were able to flush and get be clean with running water. Other civilizations had toilets, but they were more reserved for the upper class. The Romans allowed everyone to use toilets. It was very important for them not to have sewage lying around because they knew that it caused disease and just an overall bad look for their city. So I've heard about like the Colosseum and like all the ancient Roman architecture projects. Were there any really famous Roman architecture projects that related to sanitation? Yeah, actually the aqueducts are one of their most famous um, architectural feats that we know of today. They were able to supply 200 gallons per person per day to the city. Holy cow, that's a lot of water. I don't know if I use that much water. Yeah, and it was very important for them to be able to source water from a good, clean spot into the city so that everyone could have access to it. So, going back to the latrines, how did they get rid of this waste from the public toilets? They actually had a large network of drains and sewers that they were able to manufacture to get rid of this waste. When you went in the toilet, the, all the waste would get washed away with the flowing water into the Tiber River, which was really good for them to keep it out of their city, but bad for the Tiber River because it polluted it. They used these drains in more than one way. They were able to use the drains to drain marshes and swamps to get rid of malaria, carrying mosquitoes, and find new land that the marshes would normally occupy. Wow, I feel like I've learned a lot about the Romans today. Do you think this said anything about, like, their overall character? Yeah, the Romans were really innovative, and they were really interested in ethical practices to keep themselves safe. They were really invested in making sure that everyone was able to have access to medical practices, doctors, and ways that they could stay healthy and happy. I think that their sanitation really showed that they valued personal dignity and hygiene. They didn't allow their city to fall into ruin with wealth and disease, like a lot of middle-aged cities, but they kept up their sanitation systems. And I think that's probably what allowed Rome to grow as large as it did, because if they didn't take care of the sanitation, disease would have probably killed most of the people and made the city a lot smaller. In conclusion, it's pretty crazy to think back then that they even cared or had some idea about healthy versus not healthy people. They were very invested in doctors and it's really awesome that they cared that much about their citizens. Some of the innovations they use really are something you wouldn't expect. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast.